What if your favorite football team's main acquisition of the offseason was a positional coach? Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. Brian Flores met with us yesterday on the south side on day two of minicamp. And so did Terrell Austin, which meant that the real defensive coordinator, being, of course, Austin, spoke as did the one that I think a lot of people are presuming is going to be very, very heavily involved. And in fact, Mike Tomlin has acknowledged that he's going to play a much larger role than what his title of linebackers coach would suggest. Here's a little bit of what Austin had to say about that budding relationship. And I think when you have a guy uh, equated to a player that's got a lot of talent, you use those talents. You don't try to harness it and keep them in one spot. Uh, so he, you see him, he's been doing a lot of things for us. He's been working linebacker, secondary, D-line, uh, because he brings a wealth of knowledge. And you don't want to, you don't want to stifle that. So we're, uh, I'm excited about him. We'll see how we keep using him going forward. But I, I know for a fact that there's nothing but a help. And here in turn is a little bit from Flores. This experience, you know, just being here in Pittsburgh the last few months has been um, a lot of fun. I've learned a lot, a lot of, around a lot of great people. It's a great city. Um, I'm just excited to get going. Um, obviously, I try to keep my focus day to day. So I'm excited about today's practice. But you know, as I as I look you know into the future a little bit on the, on the one minute of the day that I do that, uh, I'm excited about about being here in Pittsburgh. Now, for anyone wondering what kind of tug of war might ensue here. I'm going to share with you my perspective from a very long time in covering this team, and that is this. There won't be any such thing if only because the guy at the end of the assembly line remains very much the same. That, of course, being the head coach slash de facto defensive coordinator for a very long time over Keith Butler's head. So let's get that part out of the way right now. The Steelers' approach, and this very much includes Tomlin's approach, is to have all ideas being welcome. If that comes from some low-level assistant, someone who just runs around and picks up the footballs at practice, then so be it. If it comes from an alumni, so be it. If it comes from Art Rooney himself, okay, That's all right as well, although, you know, you kind of hope that wouldn't be the case. Defensive process is going to be different than in years past, and yet it really won't. Because, again, Tomlin's going to be the decider. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online. Maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. Now, let me share with you what interests me about this dynamic more than anything. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promise you right now that I'm at least going to try to be nice in this 
particular thought. Because when I've looked at this defense over recent years, even when it's been at or near the top of the NFL, even when it was piling up franchise sack records and takeaways and everything else, there was still a part of me that felt that it was kind of shallow and simple compared to what everyone else was doing or a lot of other teams are doing. It still felt like the Steelers were playing checkers to a lot of teams' chess. And in fact, that the reason that they were succeeding was that they had extraordinary talent, particularly when it came to the pass rush. Now, having blurted that out just now, it probably sounds pretty unfair. It might even sound like a cheap shot at Butler. Well, whatever, because there's something else that I noticed as a tendency, and this really hit home several times, I felt, during the 2021 season, and that's that this defense was very slow to adjust and react. Now, eventually it would happen, almost always, magically, in the third quarter, whatever it was that was bothering the Steelers' defense, whatever it was that was doing the damage. Yes, even in Minneapolis, when the Vikings were just running at will for 20, 25 yards at a sprint, there was still an adjustment made entering the third quarter. And it reached a point where I would actually joke during the games, oh, don't worry about this now. They're going to have it all figured out in the third quarter. And they would. And they would each time. Why? Was it because Tomlin didn't trust Butler? Because Butler wasn't empowered to make the changes that needed to be made, even though he was up there in the booth seeing, one would hope, everything that's going wrong, and that Tomlin had to be the one to make the change? I don't know. We can't know that. We can't know that. Those are not questions that Tomlin or anybody else associated with the team would ever come close to answering. But I do feel like it's safe to say that if Tomlin feels, I was about to use the word respect, if Tomlin feels more trust in the defensive minds that are working under him, if he feels strongly about Austin, we know that he feels strongly about Flores, that maybe those adjustments will occur more quickly. And maybe, in fact, they won't even become necessary because you'll have a better scheme in the first place. A smarter defense could make such a big difference, even between the 2021 and 2022 teams. I really believe that. There was so much to dislike about this defense from a personnel standpoint, from a schematic standpoint, that having another set of eyes like Flores in on the mix is so precious and such an unforeseen blessing. It's going to be one of the most fun things to attempt to observe when the actual football gets going. When we come back, J1Q...
This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Tim, who asks, DK, when do you think the Steelers will give Minka Fitzpatrick a contract extension? Uh, I would envision this being the kind of thing that they'd want to take care of before training camp. The reasons for that are obvious. Minka was able to see firsthand that T.J. Watt sat out training camp, kind of, in his own way, at Heinz Field, doing his own thing uh, on the sideline, working with the team, working with strength and conditioning people, and also taking to the field for all non-football-ish drills. In other words, any situation in which he would you know, would have to line up as part of the, the defense, he wasn't out there. He would just be out there whenever they were stretching or running or whatever as a group. And already uh, in these off-season workouts, the OTAs and minicamp, that same bar is kind of starting to take shape for Minka. And I absolutely expect it'd be the case in Latrobe, unless there's a contract. Now, in a year where you do have all those guys I was just talking about in the opening segment taking on new roles uh, with this not really new defense, but they're going to bring things in that are going to be new, no question about that, you'd want all hands on deck, uh, especially at a vital position, a signal-calling position like safety, like the one that Minka himself plays, to be precise. But I also feel like this will be the first real test of Omar Khan in terms of doing his own dealing within his own full world as the GM right now. In other words, meaning Omar would negotiate these contracts in the past. Okay, Omar was the guy that dealt with the agents. But Omar didn't have to simultaneously sweat the other circumstances. Do you see what I'm saying here? There's a difference. Now it's Omar's job to oversee everything, and Omar's going to want to have his all-pro safety out on the field for the duration of training camp. So I think you're going to see maybe a little bit more flexibility on the Steelers' part than what might have been the case in the past. Obviously, you can't get stupid about the money and the term. But then if there's one area that I think everyone uh, is confident that Omar can handle, it'd be this. So to answer your question here, I think you're going to see Minka signed either before training camp or very early in camp. I don't think you're going to want to see anybody, including the athlete, by the way, let this one drag out. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We're going to do one more of these tomorrow. Tomorrow.